Welcome to Career Buzz, the unique radio conversation that empowers lives, enriches careers, and energizes organizations. Today on your show, helping you increase your career literacy. Hi, I'm Mark Franklin, practice leader of a team of professional career counselors at careercycles.com and co-founder of One Life Tools. I'm pleased to be your host today on Career Buzz. Thanks for tuning in. Hoda Kalani is raising career literacy one interview at a time. On her show, Hoda's Career Inter- Info, she interviews experts in the career development field to increase career literacy. Hoda is a certified professional career coach and founder of Right Career Fit. Hoda's guest today is Daisy Wright. She's an associate certified coach, certified career development practitioner, and executive leadership development coach. She's also founder of the Right Career Solution. Executives, managers, and professionals hire Daisy to help them stand out from their competitors and attract the right job or career opportunity. Daisy's the author of two books, Tell Stories, Get Hired, and No Canadian Experience, eh? Daisy talks to Hoda about her own career story, career advice to newcomers, and her Let's Grow project, and the book, 21 Resilient Women, Stories of Courage, Growth, and Transformation, that resulted from the project. Find Hoda's career info on YouTube, SoundCloud, and LinkedIn. Today, we hear Season 2, Episode 13, with Daisy Wright. Thank you for joining me in Season 2 of Hoda's Career Info. Your career program where I seek to provide you with career advice and share stories about the great work done by career professionals. How do I accomplish this? One interview at a time. I am Hoda, your host. I look forward to another season of Career Chats with inspirational guests and insightful feedback from you, the audience. Ready to meet this week's guest? My guest today is Daisy Wright founder and chief encouragement officer at the right career solution executives managers and professionals hire daisy to help them stand out from their competitors and attract the right job or career opportunity bottom line daisy helps clients find satisfying careers and get hired faster as an icf associate certified coach a certified career development practitioner Certified Career Management and Executive Leadership Development Coach, Daisy's coaching practice insights awareness, inspires change, and enables clients to gain clarity and articulate their success stories through career marketing documents and during interviews. Daisy is the author of two books, Tell Stories, Get Hired, and the Canadian bestseller, No Canadian Experience, Say. Over the years, Daisy has contributed to more than 10 books on resume writing, career and interview coaching, and job search. As you will hear in today's episode, Daisy has also collaborated with 20 women to compile and publish a book, 21 Resilient Women, Stories of Courage, Growth, and Transformation. For all of the above, Daisy has been the recipient of several awards and recognition, including Outstanding Canadian Career Leader, three times, and the 2018 Outstanding Interview Strategist Award from Career Professionals of Canada. Daisy has a BA in Public Administration. She's received an Alumni of Distinction Award from Conestoga College, where she earned a postgraduate certificate in career development and was nominated by the college for a 2021 Premier's Award. Daisy is a speaker, 
workshop facilitator and mentor, imparting advice and support to hundreds of career practitioners and individuals entering the Canadian, U.S. and international labor markets. Considered a subject matter expert, Daisy has been widely quoted in the Globe and Mail and Toronto Sun, other media outlets, as well as career journals. For two years, Daisy was the career advisor for The Link, a program on CBC's Radio Canada International, offering advice to new immigrants to Canada. As someone who believes in ongoing professional development, Daisy earned several certifications, including ICF's Associate Certified Coach, Certified Career Management Coach, Certified Executive Leadership Coach, Certified Career Development Practitioner, Certified Resume Strategist, Certified Career Transition Coach, Certified Work-Life Strategist. Daisy is a member of the International Coach Federation, ICF Toronto Chapter, Career Professionals of Canada, and a four member of Forbes Coaches Council. And last but not least, in 2016, Daisy launched the Let's Grow Project, an initiative to offer one high-touch, high-value coaching conversation to encourage, uplift, and empower women. One of the highlights of her career was her employment with the UNIFEM, now UN Women, in New York, an assignment that contributed tremendously to her ability to understand and work with people from a variety of cultures. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on the tips and advice Daisy shares. Let's go! Thank you so much, Daisy Wright, for accepting my invitation to come to this Kitty Info and have a Kitty Chat with me. I'm very happy uh, that you're here. And uh, right away, I gave you a challenge and we agreed to let you decide on the words. Uh, as one of the goals of this interview is to have a uh, career literacy discussions, uh, the career words that I am trying to promote. And I was wondering what your career term is and um, uh, how would you define it uh, from your perspective and from the work that you do? Well, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me. I know you have interviewed a couple of my, my friends. So when when I, I read about the work you were doing and realized that you had interviewed Maureen and Wayne, I said, I just couldn't wait for my opportunity. So thank you so much. In terms of my word, I would say it, it's actually a phrase and it's career compass. And the reason I've chosen that phrase is, you know, people are usually looking for direction. So whether, whether as career development practitioners and we're helping people to navigate their pathway, it's, it's, it's helping them to focus. Where do you want to go? And how can you get there? What tools do you need to get there? So you, you really need direction. And that's why I, I decided to choose the, the, the term career compass, because it gives people an, an indication of, yes, I'm going somewhere and I need the tools to get there. And who better to, to assist with these tools more than career development practitioners like, like myself and, and, and you. 
thank you so much for taking on this challenge, Daisy. <laughs> and um, I'm going to move on to ask you, I, I have a very good idea about your background and you have accomplished so much, but can you tell the audience a little bit about your background, how you came to the career development field and then what drives you to continue to do the work that you do? Well, you know, sometimes you hit a rock or you hit a concrete ceiling and you can't go any further. And then you have two choices. You're either going to give up. Well, three choices, actually. You're either going to give up. You're either going to continue knocking at that concrete wall or you're either going to reflect and see where else can you go. And that happened to me in the corporate arena where I just wasn't getting to where I thought I wanted to go. There were just so many obstacles. And rather than being sorry for myself, I decided to explore some opportunities. And my first stop, funny enough, was with a career coach. And I remember her asking me two questions. She said, have you ever taught? And immediately I said to her, no. But I had forgotten I had taught some long time ago, but the conversation with her kind of brought it right back. And then she said, look back in your background, what else have you done? And I said, well, I was involved in public relations. That was where I started my career actually. And you know, after we had that conversation, I went home and I started some reflection. <clears throat> And the first thing that came to mind is, yes, you're a good writer. So why not formally start something, do resume writing? Because I was doing that on the side. And I said, okay, good. I was doing that. People were you know, getting interviews and all of that. I said, I could do that. At the same time, concurrently, I also decided that I would explore some teaching opportunities because then I, I remember that I had done some teaching. I had done some training within my work, not, not official. I was not an official trainer, but I was the one training people on new equipment, you know, things like that. And so I sent out my resume to all the colleges in the greater Toronto area. And Sheridan College was the only one to respond. Uh, the lady called me and she said, we would love to have someone like you, but we don't have a vacancy right now. I was thrilled, at least I got a call. And um, <clears throat> so I, I told her many thanks. And six months later, I followed up. And I like to talk about the follow-up piece because in job search, some people just give up. The moment they hear no, then they give up. I followed up in six months and I was speaking with a different lady at this time. And I followed up and I said, you know, I had applied, you know, anything happening there. And she said, you know what, come for an interview. And I went for the interview and two weeks later, I was teaching in the Faculty of Business at Sheridan College, teaching the office administrator, the executive office admin uh, program. And so that's where I kind of started with my part-time resume writing business and the and the teaching and I said oh I could do both and I resigned from I had asked my then employer if I could if they could give me some time off so I could work part-time with them because I was still exploring 
And they said, yes. And I did that for six months. And after that, I resigned and went into, um, into teaching and resume writing. However, I did, after a while, after, after a year, yes, a year and a little bit, part-time teachers at Sheridan, um, part-time teachers jet in the college system were our pay was, her pay was cut. And then they asked me if I was coming back. And I said, you know what, teaching is hard work. And um, as much as I love it, but I, I couldn't really come back for um, at such a steep pay cut. And so I left, um, I left the teaching arena and actually went back into corporate, but this time it was more on a contract basis because I was not giving up my newfound business. Um, and I did that for a bit, but during the time and working with clients, I realized that I needed additional skills. People are asking me, well, now I have the resume. How do I interview? You are, you've been able to change jobs, change careers. How did you manage to do that? And I realized that I needed additional skills and that sent me, sent me off to, I ended up doing the postgraduate program, the postgraduate career development program at Conestoga College. So that's how I actually got into the field of career development. And as I like to say, I have arrived at what, I, what I'm really, really passionate about. And it's really helping people to, to navigate their career, find their career path and, and excel. Thank you for sharing your uh, background and story, uh, Daisy. I know that it was not just a role model for the value of follow-up, but also the having the positive mindset, you know, to wait it out and keep trying. And also yes. the uh, value of professional development in that you went back, you studied and uh, so loaded with um, role model experiences to copy. Yes, absolutely. Sure. And you know what, professional development is very important for me and i encourage my clients to do that as well to be always learning and for me it's about leading by example i cannot be, be advising clients to keep learning while i'm not doing so and because of that i ended up in addition to my my certification my cdp certification i have actually acquired other certifications in certified career management coach Certified Executive Leadership Development Coach, Certified work, um, Workplace Strategist, Certified Resume Writer. So I, I'm what you would call uh, a professional student, but I have to walk the talk. Absolutely. And you know what? We talk about the value of lifelong learning in these days, and you have really a role model for that, for sure, with right. all your certifications. Yeah. And I'm going to take you a little bit back about to go to and talk about your clients. And I know that yes. you do not like to limit your typical client to immigrants, but you do help immigrants and your passion for supporting them is reflected in your work from the books you've written to the many clients you have supported and you continue to support. Um, so what advice would you give to new immigrants who are looking for work and starting their career journey in Canada and perhaps feeling I'm never gonna get my foot in, in into the labor market. 
the first advice I would give, I would offer <clears throat> is to have them think of Carol Dweck's book, which is growth, which is mindset. Think in terms of a growth mindset or the fixed mindset. Here in, in Canada, in North America, or, or I would say wherever else, you have to realize that, you have to start thinking that I can do this. You have to have this attitude of, yes, it's possible and I can do it. And I know as new immigrants arrive, they hear all these different stories. And one of the main things that they hear is that they lack Canadian experience. And that's enough to, to, to stump them and to say, oh my goodness, how am I going to cope? How am I, how am I going to manage if I don't get Canadian experience? And my advice to them is to admit that they don't have Canadian experience. Of course, I don't have Canadian experience. I'm just arriving or I just arrived six months ago. However, here is what I could offer you from a, an, an international perspective. These are my successes. These have been my accomplishments. I've worked with such and such a company. I was able to help them make money, save money, those kind of things, and have the conversation. Be, be confident about who you are and what value you, can, you could bring to the organization. Yes, it's new, the, 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 you're new to the country, but as I, I usually like to joke, I said, nothing changed in the plane when you're leaving your country to come to Canada. Nothing changed. Yes, you are, you are in a new land, but learn, learn the culture, go out, meet people, talk to people. Um, talk to people outside of your own cultural uh, grouping uh, so you get to understand other people, you know, you get to know them well, those are the people you're going to be networking with. And so that would be my, my advice to be confident in who you are. Yes, there are going to be days when you're ready to give up, but don't do that. Um, yes, there are times when you're going to long for back home. Oh, back home, I was such and such. And I would say, you know what, you, by and large, many of us choose Canada to be our home. It was a choice. And so you are going to meet obstacles, but it doesn't mean you're going you're gonna to give up. Try to go over those obstacles sideways, under, through. Be, keep focused. Because keep in mind where you're going. Where do you want to go? And ask for help. There is no, there is no weakness in asking for help. So you see other people out there, talk to them. Tell them you're struggling. How can they help you? At the same time, it's a give and get situation. So if you know you're able to offer some advice or some help, do that as well. Because you're building relationships and somebody will get to know you. Volunteering is a good, is, is another option because in doing that, you will be learning new skills, meeting new people. And even, and those people you'll be meeting might be able to act as references for you. So the, the sky is the, is the limit uh, when it comes to, to opportunities here, but it does not mean that it won't be difficult. 
but it also means you shouldn't give up. You have value. Learn to articulate that to whoever you're speaking with, whether you're in interviews, whether you are in networking, um, at a networking event, or just talking generally with people. Just learn to know who you are, what your strengths are, and articulate that to them. This is definitely great advice to whoever is new in Canada, because um, I think networking, you mentioned helping others anyway, not just mm -hmm. we'll come back and support you. And so I appreciate you taking me on, on and talking about supporting new immigrants. You're listening to Career Buzz on CIUT 89.5 FM in Toronto and worldwide at CIUT.FM. Stories show that who you are matters. I'm your host, Mark Franklin. Before continuing on with today's show, I want to let listeners know about the Career Buzz podcast episodes of Inspiring Career Stories. Go to CareerCycles.com and click Podcast. Or subscribe to Career Buzz on your favorite podcast app and do leave us a review. Have a listen, for example, to the April 27th episode featuring Lucas Root. Go to careercycles.com and click podcast or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Did you know you can also find Career Buzz on Facebook? We have links to past episodes, pictures, and more. Go to facebook.com, Career Buzz Show. Now let's get back to Hoda's career info and her interview with Daisy Wright. But you're known for supporting people. <laughs> you're supporting <laughs> me right here by coming to my interview. <laughs> and I would love it if you could tell the audience about the Let's Go Project, Let's Go mm -hmm. Project, and mm -hmm. the book, 21 Resilient Women, Stories of Courage, Growth, and Transformation that resulted from this project. Right. Well, that's kind of my pet project. It's my pet project, right? And um, so anything to do with, like you said, I have a passion for immigrants and I have a passion for women. And that started when years ago I worked with, with UNIFEM, it's now UN Women in New York. And I was exposed to some of the issues, some of the challenges that women all over the world we're facing and the things we take for granted here, other people are fighting for it. <clears throat> and so I developed that passion for, for supporting women in whatever way I, I could and I can. So in 2016, <laughs> I started the Let's Grow project. And I'm sure you are familiar with the, the acronym GROW. It's a, it's a coaching methodology, right? The G for goal, R for reality, O for options or obstacles, and W for will. Do you have the will to win or do you what do you have the way forward? And I kind of combined them and I said for 2016, and that was when Hillary Clinton was running for, for president. And I said, not every one of us can be president of this of the US or prime minister of Canada, but we as women can be president of our own lives, taking charge of our own lives. And I decided, okay, I was going to start and at some point get to have a high touch, high value coaching con conversation with women. As we, I started off, you know, 2016 women, um, to fit with the year 
2016. Obviously, it wasn't, that was not going to happen during 2016. But um, so I started that. But it has evolved over the, <laughs> over the years to different things. I put on workshops, some of them are free. And some of them are, you know, paid minimum, depending on where I'm, I'm hosting the event. And, um, and what I did as well, Dr. Hoda, is to, I actually added uh, an altruistic philanthropic piece to it. I would say, okay, we're going to have a career renovation workshop. And it's free, but bring let's let's support this support my campaign handbag of hope for example so they would come and they would bring um that particular year we collected new or slightly used handbags we collected 28 handbags that year and we and i distributed them to two nonprofit one shelter and another nonprofit um organization here in brampton who works with, with um, women experiencing violence. So that was year one. Another year, we did the same thing. Um, I had a visioning event and I said, it's free, but bring some diapers for another nonprofit here in Brampton, Knight's Table. And we collected, we collected um, you know, um, diapers for that organization and distributed them. So we have done it, I, when I say we, because it's a group of us, some of us are, even though the project is mine, I have had some loyal women, we are friends, we're like sisters. And so I get the ideas and I throw it out and you know, everybody jump on board. So I'm blessed for that. Uh, another year we did, uh, that visioning event was themed, why not me? And again, it was from the perspective that many of us as women, we shy away from opportunities. We're always pushing other people. Oh no, somebody might say, but Oda, you know, you would be great at that. And you end up saying, you know what, why not ask Daisy? So that year we decided, you know, we are going to focus on why not me. So if the opportunity comes up, we're going to jump at it. And I use a baseball analogy by saying, you know, um, you're gonna, um, you know, go um, move up to the plate, you know, and just accept whatever whatever opportunity was being offered. And that year, um, each attendant received a copy of Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, because she had just written written that book. So we have done different things. We have done visioning. Uh, where we actually created physical vision board that was in 2019, 2018, I think. And then now to this book. So out of all these meetings and um, relationships in 2020, it marked the beginning of a new decade. And when we had that year, our theme was uh, sip and paint. So we're meeting physically and you know, none of us, I think only two people in the group could paint. So I said, let's learn to paint, let's sip and paint. <laughs> and so we sipped and we painted. And um, at the end of that, we had great fun, but at the end of that, I said, 
I just throw it to the ladies. I said, why not write a book? It's the end of a, it's the beginning of a decade. It's the end of one decade, 2019, the beginning of another one. Why not write a book? And some people are saying, what, write a book? And others were, you know, jumping on. And then, you know, I said, okay, let's, you know, let's think about it. So later on in the year, though, a group, you know, a number of people from the group decided, yes, let's go for it. And um, initially, I wanted 20 women to fit the year 2020. But one, one lady came on and she said, and she made it, we actually got 23 people. And I said, okay, I, you know what, we're just going to take 20. But one woman was insisting she needed she had to be on it. And I said, you know what, jump on. Because the next year is going to be 2021 anyway. So that's, that's okay, we can do the, um, the 21. So that's how the book came around actually. And honestly, we decided, it was just a matter of chronicling our own stories. We would write a book and we would each get this one copy as a legacy of the last decade. But things, you know, changed along the way, and um, we decided again on the philanthropic side. So we said, whatever, you know, we would give proceeds of the sale to uh, any women's shelter or women's group or so on. And we were able to do that. And two of the main things that we did was we gave um, to one shelter. We gave them a twenty-five copies of the book plus a $500 check. And another organization, we did the same, 25 copies of the book and $500 as a, um, as a country, as a donation. So it's a, it's, it's a project that has kind of leaped from me really, and incorporated a lot of women who have, you know, we have the same, we're, we're on the same wavelength in terms of, of not only thinking of us and our individual goals, but also saying to ourselves, who else can we help in our small way? And that's what, that's how that book came about. And I'll just add, because we just, just last Saturday, another, this, the same group, the core group, we had Visioning 2022. And the theme this year was let's grow global. And it was so much fun because we had people from, um, obviously the, 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 most of the individuals came from Canada, but we had people, we had people joining us from Florida, from France, from Nigeria. So that was good, it wasn't a whole lot, but that was good. And um, yes, so we all again met to strategize and think of our goal, but then we're building this one vision board online where everybody was putting in ideas and stuff. So, so yes, we have been busy. And like I said, I really give credit to all the women who, who jumped on the bandwagon and you know helped to all these events to be successful. Because our theme was let's grow global this year, we also decided to support, like, to ask attendees to support two organizations that are supporting women. And one was the UN Women, and they have, you know, lots of projects. They have the 
sustainable development goals. Um, we ask them to donate, just go to the website and donate $20.22, representing the year 2022. And the other one was the Canadian Women's Foundation. So we just asked people to go to their website and just make a donation, a small donation of $20.22. If they're not able to do that, then they can at least amplify the work that these two organizations are doing. So that was part of our theme for this year. Um, definitely worth supporting. Definitely a lot of women listening are gonna wanna be a part of that group. <laughs> I, I know, I'm telling you, that's the challenge <laughs> we have. That's the challenge we have now, because like I said, initially it was to have this one conversation just to have a, a, a high value, high touch conversation with, you know, with women along the way. Um, so my, my goal was never to have an organization that's, you know, kind of, you know, growing and growing and growing in numbers. But now every year we have, you know, these different people coming on, on board. And, you know, some, someone asked um, just last in an email, how are you? Okay, how can we keep in touch? And how are, you know, how can we be a part of that? And I'm actually kind of, you know, wondering how I'll be, how we'll be able to do that on top of what, I, what on my main work, which is my business, you know, because like I said, that's my side project, which is, which is not my business, you know. But anyway, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful and amazing work. And I'm very proud of you. Uh, you are a role model for many of us. And you have completed many other projects uh, that we won't be able to talk to about in this short episode. But for that, <laughs> for that, you have also won many well-deserved awards. And congratulations on that. Thank um, you. So would you mind sharing any new ideas we know now about that group <laughs> or project that you could perhaps uh, tell us a little bit about that you're hoping to accomplish this year, perhaps in the future? Yes. <clears throat> so I will tell you, first of all, that my word of the year, my WOTI word of the year, which we discussed at our visioning last, last week, is focus. I just need to to, I have to have that word in front of me to focus so that I'm not distracted by every little shiny object that, that, that comes my way. My main project actually is I am going to be, I have started, I've actually started developing a group coaching program, um, again for women. And it's to, it's not, it's not a job search program. It's more about women who are already in the, in the, um, in the, they, they already have their jobs, but they're looking at moving either to move to another organization or to either as a career transition or to move up. To, um, you know, they're looking for promotion. And so what we're looking at would be, uh, Topics around personal branding, for example. Topics around emotional intelligence, building your leadership skills, speaking up, finding your voice, 
And of course, interviewing, even though, like I said, it's not so much about the job search, but even if you're asking for promotion, you need to know how you can articulate your value, how you can say to your boss, these are the things I've accomplished. And that's why we're having this promotional conversation. So it's a group coaching program. It will last for about, I think, eight weeks. And we cover all these different topics. And um, right now I'm working with women who are, you know, mid-level, um, mid to senior level women. We're doing a better testing right now. And um, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to the, the engagement and the activity that these women are going to, because that's how you learn. So yes, we will have a space where they can go independently and do their homework and all of that. But then we meet once, uh, once a week uh, to discuss what they have learned, but also to exchange ideas and, um, and learn and grow from each other. So that's gonna be my main focus. Like I said, it's, it's, it's not yet ready, but I'm getting there. I have no doubt that you have to the focus to accomplish what you want to accomplish, and uh, I know the project will um, this program will be very, a very successful one. Um, we'll be looking forward to it. I guess the, if people want to look for it, they would find it in your website or when once it's ready, you have yes. it ready when and it's ready to go. Once it's ready, it will be on social media and on my website. Yes. All right. Well, these were all the questions I have for you today, Daisy. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about, but I didn't ask you about it or something to wrap up with our conversation? Well, I think, you know what, I just want, I just want to pay tribute to the women in my circle because without them, none of these things that I do on the side would have been been possible. And um, so the women of the Let's Grow project, the women of the, 20, the 21 resilient women, I just want to pay tribute to them. And of course, I want to um, thank you for the work that you are doing in the career space. And especially now when people are, because of the pandemic and you know we talk about the great resignation and the great, um, re you know, really um, now is when people really, really need, need um, the services that, that, that we, we offer. And of course, we think also of um, those who are in the mental health space, because again, that's all a part of, um, we need that with, with the pandemic, you know, still ongoing. We need all of us to, to, to collaborate and work with our clients and serve them as best as we can. Absolutely agree with you, Daisy. And thank you so much for being here and for supporting me. Well, thank you so much for having me. It has been a pleasure. Thank you for joining me and Daisy Wright in this episode of Huda's Kirir Info 2022. I hope that Daisy's inspirational tips give you focus. You can connect with Daisy on LinkedIn, Twitter, or by sending her a message to 
daisy at therightcareer.com. Please remember that you can listen to Huda's Career Info since it's also dropped as a podcast. To let me know if you are interested in an opportunity to talk about your work, you can send me a direct message on my website, rightcareerfit.com, where you can also sign up for my newsletter to stay up to date on the latest episodes. Remember to like, subscribe, share, and follow me on social media for more career info. I am your host, Hoda. Until next time, stay inspired and keep moving in productive ways. You've been listening to Career Buzz, stories show that who you are matters. I'm your host, Mark Franklin. You can find out more about us at careercycles.com. If you have comments on today's show, please drop me a line. It's mark at careercycles.com. Thanks to my guests today, Hoda Kalani and Daisy Wright. Technical production was by Lucy Welsh. Subscribe to Career Buzz on your favorite podcast app. Find it at the podcast link at careercycles.com. Catch Career Buzz every Wednesday, 11 a.m. till noon here on CIUT. That's it for today's episode of Career Buzz. Thanks for listening.